It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I, I tell you, just had a absolutely wonderful weekend, Noah. And uh, it's good to be back in Texas. Most importantly, it's good to have you back on the Monday at where we're kicking this off. And uh, here with you all week, my friend, so have no fear. And I know that you're always here, my friend. And uh, we're always here for you, man. But I uh, kind of miss you a little bit Friday. But, I mean, I tell you, Chris did a magnificent job. A good magnificent to hear. And it's always good to hear. <laughs> How you been doing, my friend? How you been doing? Mondays are always the day that, that should, that's a loaded question that should never be asked because the answer always is the weekend was one day too short. You're absolutely right. But about I'm doing that. great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell you, uh, Michelle and I, uh, we're back. We're settled uh, back in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. And uh tell you, man, I, I, California was so refreshing. Uh, that we're hoping that uh, we can pick up the same enthusiasm from here in Texas. And, Noah, I'm going to tell you that uh, our guest tonight is also living in Texas and is currently in Texas, in Austin, Texas. So you know how that is, man. I, I, over this past weekend, spoke to one of my really good friends. He actually has a, a radio show outside of Salem. Also... In Texas. There's a lot of Texas going on, JC. It's a whole lot of Texas in there. We love being home, chilling out. I'm a, a Temecula, a San Diego area's home as well. But uh, we love kind of getting away from uh, the fast life every now and then. And uh, But I, I tell you, just so happy hearing your voice, my friend. And uh, I want to introduce you to my fantastic co-host. Michelle Cooley. Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, doing good. Happy Monday, James. Happy Monday. And Noah, just like I tell you, I mean, I have not seen her pretty much. I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we both work, right? <laughs> and, That's uh, what you were saying. Sometimes it's all day and it's like you guys come together about showtime. We come together right before showtime. <laughs> no, no. My office is upstairs, and the dog is always following me upstairs. And the only time I know when James is coming upstairs is when Bella starts barking. <laughs> <laughs> she telling me, man. Uh, she telling me. Uh, but no, uh, I got a very great, great, great topic that uh, we want to talk about from the national level. Uh, we want to talk about I voter guide. And uh, I, I kind of want to keep this uh, centralized nationally, but we also going to talk a little bit about the recall election, California recall. It's coming up here just a couple of weeks. 14th of September. Uh, and actually people are voting right now. But if we got an expert that's uh, going to help guide us through uh, what people might want to think about, what they not, might need to be looking at. Uh, and need to be focused on, regardless of whether it's a local election, a city election, state election, or a federal uh, election. So I'm so excited because I need to be educated on these things myself, Noah. I think so, James. And it's like, you know, unfortunately, you know, I mean, I work in the, you know, kind of in, in the game all day, every day. So I'm informed, but not everybody has that luxury and has the, you know, the, the access to all the information. So that's why doing shows like this one is so important so that we can get, for, for the most part, the voter informed before they make that decision or whatever their decision happens to be. And, and uh, Noah, you know how I am. I'm, I'm, I don't like to talk about political 
uh, issues or major religion issues on the show, but I like to educate everyone so that they will be informed. So I tell you, my friend, I'm ready to get this started. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience the purpose of today's show? Yes, the purpose of tonight's show is getting to know the president of I Vote a Guide, Debbie Wolfnow. To learn what I Vote a Guide is, how IVoteAGuide.com provides honest, comprehensive facts regarding candidates, and to discuss the upcoming California gubernatorial recall election and how I Vote a Guide educates voters on casting their ballots. Wow, can you just introduce this great uh, guest to our listening audience? Yes. Debbie Wuffnow is the president of I Vote a Guide and a member of the board of directors. Wuffnow holds a master's degree in computer science from Princeton University and was a systems engineer at AT&T Bell Laboratories. She spent many years as a stay-at-home mom while organizing events for her church and community. Wuffnow joined I Vote a Guide in 2011 as a data analyst and was named president in 2018. Since assuming a leadership role, she led the organization to grow from 12 to 40 partners and to reach over 1 million voters nationwide in 2018. Wuffnow is also the organization's spokesman and has appeared on American Family Radio as well as on the Eric Mextus show, Debbie I'm sorry about mispronouncing this. George Gatos, America Can We Talk, Point of View Radio, and Wall Builders Live. She's also a handbell musician and performs as a member of Council Oaks Bells from Round Rock, Texas. What now and her husband, Mark, live in Austin, Texas, and have three children. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Debbie Wuffnow. Debbie, how you doing? Welcome to the show. How you doing today? How you doing today? I'm doing awesome. It's such a pleasure to be here. You guys are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Debbie, uh, can you please tell our listening audience a little bit about your background and where you grew up? I uh, grew up in Missouri um, as just a a normal little student. Went to college, got a degree in computer science because I was one of those rare girls who was good at math and science. Uh, got my degree in computer science and uh, worked for Bell Laboratories for a few years until I got married and uh, had my first child. And I knew that uh, God's calling on my life was to stand and raise my kids. So I quit at that point and just was a, a mom, very active mom in my kids' life and my church life. And it wasn't until that first child was starting college that I asked God, what do you want me to do with the rest of my life? This empty nest was looming, and I knew God had a plan. He knew what he wanted me to do, uh, but I wasn't sure what it would be. I was pretty confident a 20-year-old computer science degree was going to be out of date, but I prayed for God to open the door and just asked a Bible study teaching director to be a reference. turns out she came back a week later and said, you know, my husband programs this online voter guide, and he's been complaining at the dinner table that he needs somebody to help him with some of the technical stuff. And he said he could train you if you're interested, if, if you have an aptitude. So are you interested? So to me, it was a God calling, uh, an open door to use my technical skills to come and work for iVoterGuide. But I'm really not a political, political activist. I'm just a church-going soccer mom who uh, loves my country loves my uh, loves my family wants to do what god has called me to do and that is what has led me to i vote amen to that debbie did you have any role models growing up if so who were they oh goodness gracious ah i looked up to my mom <laughs> because <laughs> she was a great mom that's part of why i wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and then uh, during my uh, my mom times, I, I looked up to the people that I, my discipleship leaders at my church and my Bible study. So uh, that's really my role model of being and doing all God calls me to do and doing all I do to God's glory. And um, so I can't really name a specific person other than my mama. Wow. So... I know you mentioned you were a stay-at-home mom for many years. Um, what inspired you? And I know you said you're empty nester, <laughs> but um, did were you inspired to go back to work um, before you became an empty nester, or just afterwards? I'm one of those people who doesn't sit still very well. 
So uh, it was it was that calling that um, led me to um, find an activity that would help me pay for college for my kids, give me something to do, and I knew God had a plan. Wow. You know, God always have a plan uh, for everything that we do. At least I believe that uh, because I'm, I'm a big believer in the Lord, uh, Michelle and I. And he always have a plan. And I, I love your answer, but we're going to take a station break. But... Um, I did not put the number out in the beginning, but if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 344 Again, that's one 344 We'll be back shortly and so we can continue this great conversation with Debbie. It's your life. I'm James Corey. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. I I tell you, we got Debbie here and uh, we're talking about our vote of God. And, uh, I'm telling you, I'm like a kid in a candy store because I want to learn. I want to know as much as I can uh, about. James, uh, real quickly, before we uh, dive into the candy store, I'm going to remind people that on the 13th and the 30th of next month, which is coming up, they can hear the J.C. Cooley show. It's your life at 3 p.m. live. (laughs) Man, I'm so excited. I don't even want to think about that. No, moving up uh, four hours in prime time. Man, I. I'm just so excited, man. It's, uh, I'm giggling. It's going to be good been- stuff. You're going to actually, <laughs> new listeners for those two days, and the, they're going to be able to, to join us here at 7 p.m. on a regular basis, but the 13th and 30th, 3 p.m., it's going to be good stuff. 3 p.m., and I'll tell you, Noah, we got some absolutely fantastic shows locked in for that because I'm, 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 I'm kind of auditioning, hopefully, where we can do that on a on a regular basis. I'm talking about October, November, December. I mean, so, uh, but hey, thanks for reminding our listening audience about that. And listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, uh, again, you can call in live tonight, 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Debbie, can you please tell our listening audience what is the I Voter Guide, and why did you become part of it? 
Well, God called me to be a part of it because he had a plan. He knew that voters needed information to be good stewards of their citizenship. So that's why Voter Guide's mission is to equip uh, mostly faith-based voters, Judeo-Christian voters, with the truth about the candidates on their ballot so that they can cast an informed ballot um, and be a good steward of citizenship in every election and all the way across their ballot. Debbie, producer Noah here. With that said, I'm pretty sure that your organization has some core values that you adhere to, and I'm very curious on what those are and what what it is that you that you guys stand for. Uh, well, we stand for truth. We stand for integrity. Uh, a core value of um, patriotic. We love our country. That we want to be trusted. We want to be reliable. Um, and authentic, good information, and equipping people with the truth. So my word for this year is truth, and I think that iVoterGuide really is a platform for truth um, when it's hard to find information that you can trust in the media sometimes and from what candidates say. It's really true, and I love those two words that you use, being truthful, finding the truth, and being authentic. Those are two things that I think everybody that's trying to vote is searching for, and it's really hard to find that sometimes. So uh, listed on the iVoter Guide's website, you you have the top five reasons to vote. I think it's probably one of our greatest responsibilities as a citizen that we can make make our own. So can you tell us what those five reasons are, why the people listening to us, maybe they're not a regular voter, maybe why they should start becoming active in the voting process? Well, um, I will tell you, if you want to go to iVoterGuide.com and read along with me or check it out for yourself, uh, on our top menu, you click on the word vote, we have an article about why you should vote. So the first reason as a Christian organization is that, you know, the Bible calls us to be salt light into the world of darkness. It's clear uh, that God instituted government in um, Romans 13, and he called us to be a participation, to participate in that in the public square. And so the biggest way that we can be salt and light is by making our voice heard. And that includes, you know, not just in your family and in your church and in your neighborhood, but it also includes in government. And the best way that most of us um, can do that is by how we vote. So being salt and light, uh, being a good steward of your citizenship, it's a responsibility that we have. It's like a talent that we've been given, and are we going to bury that talent? Are we going to use all of our talents? And um, because people that, we're, that are elected represent us. They, um, they pass the laws that impact our families, our businesses, our communities. And, you know, you, your vote matters. There are races that are turned on uh, single votes, uh, dozens of votes, handfuls of votes. So every vote matters. And if you don't vote, you're losing the chance to complain by not letting your voice be heard. So, And those that we elect impact future generations. That's reason number five. I like those reasons, Debbie. Debbie, does I Vote a Guide endorse candidates and also do they accept funds from candidates? If so, why? If not, why not? Well, uh, back to those core values. We want to be trusted. We want to be authentic. And one of the things iVoterGuide does is we, um, we research the candidates and we also assign a rating of their political philosophy. And it's on a 10-point scale from very liberal to very conservative. Now, if we accepted money from candidates and then rated them, I don't think it would be as trusted. So we don't accept money from candidates. There's no pay to play. Um, and we also don't endorse candidates because Especially in a party primary, there are, you know, it's hard to know where the truth is. And um, frequently there are multiple candidates who we, we rate the same, but yet voters, we would give them a good tool to, to sh- pick which one um, shares their values and maybe aligns with their positions or their worldview. So we don't recommend a particular candidate. We never endorse candidates, but we do rate them. We rate them objectively, and we give you, the voter, all the data that we've looked at so that you can go check it out for yourself. I definitely like that um, explanation. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the certain medias or, or platforms, sometimes they could be biased towards one candidate or another. 
Do you believe that Americans may not be getting honest, comprehensive facts about candidates and issues? If so, why do you believe that is? Oh, well, um, it comes down to men are fallen, and we all have our perspective, and uh, uh, organizations end up with their favorite candidate. So we go through um, a, a pretty rigorous process when we assign those ratings to candidates to make sure that it's based on the data. Our whole philosophy being that it's more important to look at what a candidate has done than what they say they're going to do. So the data that we look at is based on candidates' actions, not just their words, because that's a better teller of how they'll act or vote in the future. So um, it's, it's based on that data, and we just we try to be a voice of reason, a voice of truth, a voice of discernment, so that people can get to what they've done, not just what they say. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm liking everything that you're saying. Can you please discuss, and I know that you talked a little bit about this uh, a second ago. Can you please discuss how I Voter Guide can help and educate voters regarding the candidates who are running for office? Well, um, we start by, by researching the candidates. And so I'll talk a little bit about the data points that we gather on each candidate. Um, and I've learned all this since I worked here, since I was just an average voter before this position. But... When elected officials get into office, they, they cast votes, especially the state and legislature, state legislature, Congress. There are organizations, both on the left and the right, that watch candidates to see how they vote on the issues important to that organization. We call those scorecards. We go out to over 300 different organizations, both sides of the aisle, that score candidates on a broad spectrum of issues, and we gather all of those scorecards into our database. So for every candidate who's held office, we know we have an average of scorecards of how they've held office. Again, that's the best predictor of what they're going to do in the future is what they did in the past. We've also downloaded campaign finance data, which is, I think, an important predictor based on what somebody does with their pocketbook, because that reveals their values and what's important to them. Who do they personally give money to? What organizations do they give money to? What uh, organizations do they accept money from? Because that reveals their values and their worldview and their policies. So we start with scorecards. We add um, campaign finance data. We gather endorsements, like a job reference of who says this is a good guy. So we've got thousands of endorsers on both sides of the aisle, both federal and state, that we gather into one place. Every candidate does get to the chance to answer our issue survey, which is, you know, it's 35 and it may get larger as we're trying to cover issues that are important to voters so that we do get to hear what the candidate says they would like to do. And then the really unique iVoter Guide aspect of the vote rating, or I mean, our, our evaluation that it's called, it looks like a gas gauge. That's the predictor. And that we spend a lot of time t- trying to make sure that that's as, as accurate and data driven as possible. Wow. Okay, so you, you mentioned that uh, you have a scorecard and that uh, uh, you, you, you pull information based on their voting records, based on who they donate or what they support. Uh, do you have a lot of feedback from these candidates that uh, are not, probably not running a, a very fair uh, campaign that don't want you to put that information out there? I mean, how do you handle that? Well, uh, we... We spend a lot of time communicating with the candidate to encourage them to answer our survey because the voters like to see what they say to answer the survey. Um, And then we've gathered all the other data points that we gather that our our panelists use to assign that. We call it an evaluation. It's not really a scorecard that we do, but that evaluation. And then we let the candidates uh, see our evaluation and all our data because we want to be accurate and data-driven. And if we have an error we're going to give the candidate the first chance to correct an error because we want everything to be double-checked and, and truth, and then we'll fix any errors, and then it's available to the public. So the candidate, they may not be happy, but, but we want them to know that this is the truth, and we certainly want the voters to know that this is the truth that we're trying to provide. Wow. You know, I like your answer because uh, we're not going to be able to please everyone, and I believe that uh, – mm-hmm that we have to 
be fair and honest. I mean, even though uh, from a political perspective, I don't think it's always like that. I mean, because uh, I believe that we have people that are running for uh, elections that uh, are going to do everything possible to try to get past and try to trick uh, the voters. And I just like uh, your explanation. I like what you guys are doing. I love it. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we are going to continue to uh, talk about this great topic. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 1170 It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen-to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, it, it, there is nothing better than having an educated, an educated voter that understands why he or she is voting, that understands the issues, that understands that, uh, you know, we elect officials to make our communities, make our state, make our country better and uh, getting the right information to determine uh, how you go about doing that, not just by what everybody tell you or you have folks that go out there, you need to do this because this is what needs to be done. I, I believe that uh, every person should be able to make a decision for themselves. And so, Noah, you know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us lead very busy lives, and, you know, if you're not, you know, digesting the information all day, every day, like, you know, somebody that might necessarily work in the media, 
you don't have the all of the information that you're going to need to make the best decision that would align with your values. And so that's what we're trying to do is get that information out there so they can make sure that they're making the best vote that aligns with their values. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I believe this. <laughs> the media, 95% of the time, get it wrong because whichever a party affiliation that they are part of, that's what they talk. And they uh, leave a lot of things out uh, uh, that mislead uh, the, the public, that mislead the voter. And so uh, that's why it's so important that uh, we listen to Debbie's uh, message tonight and that uh, we get a better understanding of what we need to be looking for, how we need to uh, do this, and make a very conscious decision based on an individual. I'm talking about one person. <laughs> make the decision based on yourself. And if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Debbie. As I mentioned to you earlier, uh, Michelle and I, we live in both uh, Texas, and we also live in California, Temecula, California, to be exact, where San Diego was its parent uh, station. That's where we uh, we do our business out of. And as you know, we got a, a gubernatorial recall election that's coming up in about 15 days. And so I want to talk a little bit about uh, the California gubernatorial recall election. Can you please explain to our listening audience how this election relates to two important questions? And what are those two questions? Well, this this ballot has two questions on it. Okay, this is a, a voter referendum. So the first question is, do you want Gavin Newsom to be recalled? So if you say yes, it means you want him removed from office. If you say no, it means you want Gavin Newsom to stay in office. And so that's the first question. Yes or no, recall him or, or remove him. And then there'll be a second half of your ballot that's going to list the 46 other candidates who have thrown their hat in the ring that want to replace Gavin Newsom. So if it is recalled, if, if more than 50 percent, even one more than 50 percent, says yes to recall him, then they count the votes on the second question, and it's the one voter that gets one more vote than anybody else. So there is no runoff. There is no general election. That it, The new governor could be named um, by as few as uh, 15, 20 percent of the vote on that second question. So this is how we ended up with Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor of California was after the recall of, of Gray Davis. And it was, you know, a smaller percentage. So. Wow. Okay. Now you just taught me. You, you, first of all, you said there's 46 other candidates. Yes, sir. And, and if uh, the governor uh, that's in office right now, if he get less than 50 one percent of the vote he is subject to recall uh regardless of whether a person get 50 percent of the vote or not i'm talking about the other 46 candidates I, I think that's what you said well there's two votes so he has to get more than he has to get uh more than 50 percent that say no to recall him meaning we want to keep him in office and if, if he gets more no's, then the second half of the thing, it just forget it. It doesn't matter. He stays in office. But if, if they vote yes, recall, recall him, then we look at the, and that's when they count the number of votes in the second half between all 46. And the person with the most is the new governor. This is something, I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you that I did not know how this worked. Uh, this is the first uh, time that I, hey, no, I don't know about you, man, but uh, I mean, uh, this is brand new to me. Oh, no, I was very aware of this. I've been following the recall very, very closely. And it's, yeah, it, it's quite simple. If they, you know, if 51% say Newsom has to go, he's toast. And whoever gets, you know, the majority of the vote, they're the next governor of California, regardless of party. Wow. <laughs> that's 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 amazing. Uh, is that like that for 
all 50 states? I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about that. this is this is unique, and maybe you're, <laughs> this is pretty unique to to have a recall that goes on like this, and then immediately is replaced by uh, not even plurality, just the majority vote. So uh, I'm not even aware of another state who does something uh, quite like the way California does it. But it will be a good indicator of the mood of the country as we move into the next election cycle. So it's not just California that's paying attention. Wow, Noah, you up, man. I, I, I'm very Yeah, curious. there's a lot of people, Debbie, that have been talking about, and myself included, so I, w- I want to hear how you present it. But the, the way that the voters are going to be answering not just one, but both of these questions in tandem are going to be – it's going to change the political landscape, or at least it has the potential to do that. And not just in this election recall cycle, but for years to come. Can you explain why? Well, um if if Gavin Newsom is recalled and he's replaced, the odds are um, of the t- of the the candidates that have raised the most money. There's only one Democrat, a Libertarian. So th- the odds are that a Republican might actually get elected governor of California. Um, that doesn't happen very often. And there's another possibility that um, one of the senators in California is is elderly, and if for any reason she'd be unable to finish her term, whoever is the governor would be appointing her replacement till 2024. Interesting. Now, with, that I did with, not know. Well, with the U.S. Senate, as you know, I'm sure, 50-50 split, that could change the balance of the Senate. Oh, that is huge. So it, 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 this really could impact <laughs> the rest of the nation based on the way it goes. But how do special elections in general provide such a significant opportunity for a relatively tiny number of your voting members to impact their state this time? It's California for the good. Well, in general, like in a presidential election, a 60 to 70 percent of those who are registered will vote. In a non-presidential election, it might be 40 percent. In a primary, it drops to 20 percent. Special elections can sometimes see less than 10 to and only 15% of those who are registered to turn out to vote. So every vote kind of, it's like you're representing other people that are voters. So your vote is more powerful. Um, and some of the recent polls are showing that um, the Republicans are a little bit more energized over this recall election than the Democrats. It's really coming down to a who can turn out their you know, to, to, to cast their ballots. I'm just going to ask um, that right before yeah. James takes us to break is, do you think it's going to come down to turnout? I think it will come down to turnout. Yep. I do. Wow. It, so, it, yeah, it's uh, on, a, on, a, on a knife's edge. So it's going to come down to turnout. And, but uh, right now, I believe that uh, uh, people are voting by mail. Uh, when do they start voting at the, uh, at the box, the voter box? Uh, my understanding is in California, they mailed a ballot to everybody. Every registered voter got a ballot in the mail. Um, so everybody can vote by mail and turn back in. There are drop boxes where they can return their ballots. There will be polling offices that are open that you can go turn your ballot in. There are organizations that, that collect ballots. It's called ballot harvesting and it's legal in California. So there are lots of opportunities to turn in your ballot. I've even heard there's a possibility to download and print your ballot and send it in. So uh, no excuse to not vote in this election. Wow. Wow. We're going to take a, a, a station break, but I want to come back, Noah. I want to continue uh, to talk about this. This is so important. And, Debbie, I tell you, the light bulb has came on. <laughs> and uh, I want to know more. And I tell you. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm Jane Cooley, and we'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I know... uh, our, our Facebook audience, our Zoom, I mean, I, I probably see me laughing in the background, but it's not a laughing matter. Uh, but uh, I tell you, uh, the, the light comes on when you are educated and when you, when it, when it when, hey, no, when, when they say, okay, you can do this and you can do that. What? Uh, we got 46 people, but this is, these are the rules. What? I mean, no, I don't know about you, but I know you follow this and, I follow, I follow it, it till my bit. head hurts. So that's you know I, I'm I, I do know a, a lot of the basics, but there's a few things I am learning along the way. Man, uh, you know I tell you, man, uh, I follow it, and I I just want people that's in office that's going to be for all people that's going to be honest, uh, that's uh, got integrity. Should be and about I, values, James, not political party. That's what I'm talking about. But then I, I believe this is just me. I believe that 90% of the people that are elected offices across, I'm talking about whether it's from the city, state, or federal level, I'm just, just what I believe, is totally unhonest, and they don't give uh, about nothing, about nothing but themselves. And lining their pockets. And lining their pockets when they need to be representing uh, the public, and they're representing their communities, representing their state, representing their district. So, oh, and we're, we're not getting political. Well, I mean, we are. We're talking about uh, a recall election, but I think that is why that this recall election is happening. You know, I really don't know why the recall election, because I ain't been following that like that. Uh, and uh, oh, we could get what, into it, but it's a whole separate show. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day we might have to do that. But uh, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Debbie, I'm going to tell you, you mentioned something right before the break. You mentioned something that stuck with me and still there about people are able to print uh, their ballots or, or do whatever else from their printer and then uh, write it in and, and send it in. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? That just doesn't sound right. Well, I, I got it from something that I saw Gavin Newsom saying, and they want to have everybody, you know, just if your mail doesn't drive, that's, uh, we could check the Secretary of State's site, but that's, they wanted people to be able to take away excuses for not voting. That <laughs> so just doesn't out. sound right to me. And, How uh, much integrity is behind that, Debbie? I mean, I, I agree with James. That just doesn't seem, uh, it, there, there's something awry, right? No. I I agree. I don't think it, but we had my team that looked into it, and it it really was a possibility. So 
as a voter, that raises questions to me about uh, trusting the outcome of the election. And it's too easy to cheat. Uh, you know, I, I personally, I want everybody to be able to vote. I want it to be easy for them to vote. But I want everybody to have one vote. And I want it to be hard to cheat. <laughs> so, um, but that, that is the policy as, as we understood it in California. Hey, Debbie. Um, I vote a guide. What are the current needs of um, that organization if somebody wanted to volunteer? What, what are your current needs right now? So uh, current needs are we're in the process of uh, raising the funds to be able to determine how many um, races and candidates we will cover in the next election. So 2020's election, we covered all the federal candidates and then we researched and evaluated the statewide and state legislative candidates in 21 states. So that was 8,000 candidates that we researched and evaluated. And uh, we calculated how many hours went into it. It was about four hours per candidate. How many voters can spend four hours per candidate on your ballot? So we're raising the funds to go into more states to cover more races. We're also looking for more volunteers that serve as our panelists. So if you go to iVoterGuide.com, and on the top menu, there's the, the, the word ACT. And if you click on there, we have um, opportunities for you to volunteer or to apply to be one of those volunteer panelists. Um, I would encourage you then to also sign up for our emails because we will then let you know when it's time to vote and what are the voting policies and timeline in your state. And we're also working on sending out educational content to let people know, just like the California recall or uh, filibuster or, um, you know, it, we're just trying to create a more informed electorate on the issues leading up to an election as well as getting you informed during the election. Debbie, I'm curious about something. I vote a guide. Um, you know, when people are at the at the voting polls and they're checking yes or no about um, different propositions. Does I vote a guide, um, does it give an educational, like a summary of the different propositions that are up for, you know, um, laws um, within the state, or within the country? Does um, the website do that? Not yet, but that is on our roadmap um, as resources become available. The framework that I voter guide has it's a personalized voter guide. So when you go to the website, you enter your voting address and you will just see the races on your personalized ballot, which is what makes it easy to use nationwide. So I can share it with my sister in North Carolina, my brother in Pennsylvania, you guys in California. You enter your address, you just get your local ballot. And it does work for even races. We've covered school board races and done a test. So we the, the 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 framework of iVoterGuide does work, and we're right now the biggest need is to raise the funds to be able to cover more races, more states, and and even adding propositions down the road and more school boards and judicial races. Wow. Now, Debbie, I liked what when when we just mentioned moments ago about the printing at home, and you know you gave a very good answer about. Um, talking about uh, integrity, and obviously I know there was a, a lot of questions asked in the 2020 election, but moving forward, uh, especially with the great work that Guide does, I'd just like to hear what integrity means to you personally. Uh, to me, it's an accountability to God, that God knows what we're seeing and what we're doing, and that Amen. everything we do or say needs to be to His glory. So uh, it's the audience of one, and He sees what I'm doing. And I need to, I will be held accountable and be judged by that later. So that's what it means to me. That's a great answer. Wow. Hey, Debbie, uh, can you tell our listening audience, uh, uh, how can they learn more about our voter guide? I'm talking about, uh, I'm telling you, I'm intrigued. I'm just going to be honest with you. And uh, <laughs> the information that you have shared uh, with our listening audience now, I tell you, light on came on on my with me. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, uh, how how people can learn a lot more about? Well, the, the best way is iVoterGuide is a website, iVoterGuide.com. So the letter I Voter Guide. So think inter, internet voter guide. Think individualized voter guide. Go to iVoterGuide.com um, and and join. Uh, click on join us on our homepage. And sign up for our emails. That'll get you connected. We'll keep you informed on upcoming elections. 
Go to the ACT page. We have resources you can uh, print and share with your church or your friends, um, your family. You can volunteer to be a panelist. Um, we have an event coming up in Dallas. Uh, James, I was going to invite you to come to that. So, uh, Well, you let me know when that event is. If we are here and uh, opposed to California at that time, maybe we can have you on on the show again. I mean, I mean yeah, uh, that would be nice. <laughs> Uh, well, nice. do, do you have a time frame uh, when you end up? It's going to be November the 30th. It's a lunch on a Tuesday in Dallas. Don't know if we'll be here, but I tell you what, let's keep in touch. Uh, you have been an absolutely wonderful, truly awesome guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right? you. And uh, I want to thank uh, 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 Debbie Hamilton, uh, her organization, for uh, putting you in touch uh, with with us. Uh, this is uh, this is a home run. And Noah, you know, man, uh, I I want to mention one more time, Noah, about the thirteenth and the thirtieth. Can you tell our listening audience what's happening during that time frame? Yeah, real quickly as we close out here, if you tune in on the thirteenth and the thirtieth of September at three p.m., very special editions of the James Cooley It's Your Life Radio Show going to be live there at 3 p.m. to captivate the you know the, the people that are driving home from work and going to be gathering some new listeners for for the audience not going to be at 7 p.m. those two nights but it'll be a great time to get a little bit of a different flavor for uh, out there on the answer and i will be in studio with you my friend myself and michelle as well uh, so thank you so much i'd like to thank Debbie, for taking the time uh, to uh, come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life, and she's welcome back, Noah. I'd like to thank uh, Michelle Cooley for always being here and my great co-host. I'd like to thank my great, 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 great producer, Noah Dingley. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for always tuning in nightly uh, to listen to the James Cooley Show. We're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. We got a fantastic show coming up again tomorrow, just like we had tonight. I want everybody to tune in. To it's your life all week long. We got great, great guests just like Debbie tonight. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow. Seeing us in mind and our heart. It's your life. I'm James Coley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.